Hello and welcome to UC Today. My name's David Dungay. Today I am joined by Marius Nielsen from Pexip. Welcome to the show, Marius. How are you? Hey, David. Thank you very much for having me. I am doing very well, thank you. Great, great. Well, today we're going to be talking about uh, video interop in the enterprise. Really excited for this conversation. But before we get into that, do you want to give us a brief introduction to yourself and, of course, Pexip? Yes, sure. So I'm uh, Marius Nielsen. I work here in the product team uh, in uh, Pexip and have been here for almost 10 years. Uh, previous background, Tamburg and, uh, and Cisco, and have for all these years worked with uh, interoperability and also infrastructure for uh, high quality video meetings. And Pexip as a, as a company, sort of just to, to give a sort of a brief introduction there as well, uh, effectively does uh, sort of cover solutions in three different areas. We have our uh, secure spaces for the customers that really need sort of air gap solutions or really need to host things themselves. And then we have uh, connected spaces, which is our interoperability play, where we do a lot of interop with especially Microsoft Teams and also uh, Google and, uh, and others. And finally, we have our video innovation, which is sort of where everyone is using video conferencing, not just for business meetings, but also in their sort of everyday workflow. If that is sort of uh, designing a kitchen or uh, meeting your doctor or your uh, financial advisor. So that's sort of uh, what Pexip does, all things uh, video, but we focus on infrastructure, not, uh, not the devices, but obviously we interact with all the devices that are out there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's start with a, a few, I guess, scene setting sort of questions. And what are you seeing um, at the enterprise uh, level at the moment? What are enterprises doing with their, with their meeting rooms? And how is, how is this affecting suppliers? Yeah, I think sort of most of enterprises today are to some extent uh, bought in on Microsoft Teams, right? That is sort of the, uh, the main player. And of course, this does to a large effect um, influence what they do in their meeting rooms. So some customers are mixing Microsoft Teams rooms, the sort of native systems, and uh, some of the existing estate of sort of SIP and H323 based systems. And there we see it's, it's really important to make sure to give those customers a great experience because that can be a little bit of a confusing landscape. And for the end users, they don't really care about uh, sort of what tech is in there. They literally just want to walk in to the room and just hit join. And an interesting pattern after talking to quite a bit of uh, customers is observing some of them are in a little bit of a holding pattern, finding out how are rooms used now in the new world with a good mix of people working from home and some working from the office. So it creates a little bit of uncertainty, which definitely affects, uh, affects vendors because customers aren't always doing a like for like replacement of the historical large boardrooms. So in the past, I'm, I'm sure you remember uh, either being locally or in the other end of some of these sort of bowling alley rooms, right? Uh, would, would you like to use those rooms in the same way if there are only three or four people in the office and the rest sitting at home? So this is really where we see that more and more customers now start to equip smaller rooms that maybe didn't have video in the past. They start to now equip those with video 
and they leave the current estate because there are still some large meetings in the office. But where you really need to change is some of these sort of smaller spaces. And then they will consider to see what, what is being used. Are the larger rooms being used as much as the smaller ones? Or is there higher demand for the smaller rooms? Maybe then they split some of the larger rooms in two before they sort of uh, invest in new kit in, uh, in those rooms. Great. So, I mean, obviously there's so much evolution going around these uh, meeting rooms right now. Uh, what about those, those, legacy, those legacy rooms, those uh, legacy meeting rooms, uh, you know, with old tech? Um, how easy is it and you know, how do you get those, those rooms to kind of really work well with um, Microsoft Teams? Yeah, so, so here it's sort of uh, some quite good solutions available. Uh, the main one is called CVI, uh, which is sort of a, a certification program for, from Microsoft. It stands for Cloud Video Interop. So this is for uh, a couple of suppliers that are providing certified solutions to ensure that the sort of reliability and the quality of the product meets a minimum baseline standard. So effectively to make sure that existing video conferencing room systems, those using SIP and H323 protocols will work with Teams, you need some sort of interop. Uh, several companies offer this, but not all are the same. And sort of vendors, and of course we're also a vendor, so sort of all vendors would paint a sort of nice pink fluffy cloud uh, that sort of everything looks perfect if you are purely in our ecosystem. But we know that these transitions do not happen overnight. There is a migration story. You need to take into account everything you have. And if you're a large enterprise, you normally have a lot of uh, kit. So that's when you need a certified CVI uh, solution. And of course, we help you to, to do this in the pace that you like as, uh, as a customer. There are other options for interop as well. So let's say if you had some of these uh, existing video conferencing systems, but you only uh, met with someone using Teams once a week, you could probably go for uh, sort of some lower cost options when it comes to, uh, to, to interoperability. But if you use this in your daily work and your rooms are used uh, literally every day, it makes sense to have a system that can adjust and so uh, infrastructure and interoperability platform that can adjust to the rooms you have, if they have one or two screens, if they support content sharing, etc., and then connect directly into Teams. So this is effectively what, uh, what CVI is. It's a reliable option where you get sort of support both from Microsoft and from the, uh, the CVI vendors. So you can sort of be uh, sure that the solution works because you don't really want to end up as a customer in a game of uh, pointing fingers. Is it their fault? Is it our fault? Etc. So that's really how most customers choose to, uh, to deal with it. Uh, and of course, this can also be deployed in many different ways. So looking at sort of government organizations and large enterprises, some prefer to host it themselves. Other would prefer to just consume it as uh, a cloud service. And what's most risky for you depends on your knowledge and what you need control of. So we really want to help customers here to make decisions with data, not gut feelings, and offer them all the, uh, all the options 
uh, available, so they can go ahead and and sort this out in a way that uh, that fits best for them. I want I want to dig into um, this CVI um, cloud video interop a little bit a little bit more, and maybe you could sort of uh, provide a bit of uh, more more context, a bit more color around, you know, why these why this is so important. Yeah. So. CVI is really there to, to make sure that you have sort of, for us as a vendor, it's a supported interface, uh, which is sort of updated by Microsoft, supported by Microsoft. So our engineers talk directly to their engineers when there are discussions about how should this work and they sort of release new functionality. Let us as a vendor know that sort of now this functionality is available. This is how you pick it up and we deploy that to our customers. So CVI is just sort of a agreed way of making sure that various parties work together. But of course, what we do with this is completely up to us. And in terms of sort of why should you use the CVI solution from Pexip versus, for example, any other vendor, I would say if there is one takeaway from this session, it is to have a look at our new Teams-like layout. Uh, Make sure you see a demo of it from, from someone in, in our team. It's a really, really good experience where you can sort of lift any standards-based video endpoint out there to, to get sort of a nice familiar feeling where you sort of, you see the pictures of those that didn't start their video because unfortunately, even though we've all done video meetings for a couple of years, not everyone prefers to always start their video. And that's sort of, everyone is starting to find the right balance of this. If you're not a key contributor, maybe sometimes it makes sense to turn off your camera to not always sort of be on the uh, alert. And with our, uh, our intro, we really represent those as well in the same way as they're done in a, in a Teams client. And of course, then you have things like uh, dual screen support. Most conference rooms uh, can have two screens. Some choose one large screen then we really optimize for, for this as well. And of course, we also do calendar integrations, both with newer and older systems. So we have customers with 10-year-old systems that today hook them up uh, with our solution and you get sort of nice HD images. You walk into the room, you click join, and some of those systems still had 1080p cameras, right? So that's, uh, that's quite, uh, quite interesting. In addition, we also add a little bit of uh, server-side AI uh, to do face detection, to crop and frame people properly. So even if you sit there sort of zoomed out in the meeting room, those sitting on the other end may sort of see you in a, in a, better, uh, in a better way. So the CVI interface is just sort of a standard way of ensuring that uh, Paxip can bring others in a standard way into Microsoft. But of course, the product we build on top of this is to provide a great experience and support all those uh, normal SIP and H323 video endpoints out there. So uh, you can have sort of a great confidence in bringing them into every single Teams meeting out there. Great. Let, let's talk about your the relationship with Microsoft. Obviously, Microsoft has got a vast um, array of technology partners. You know, what makes the the Pexip relationship special. Um, tell us a little bit more about about that. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good question. We've been certified for Microsoft's communications platforms back to I think it was around July 
2017. Uh, so it started with sort of the Skype for Business server 2015, but shortly thereafter, they moved all the focus over to Teams. And since the early days of Teams, we have been there as one of their uh, interoperability partners and done a lot of uh, a lot of good work there. And I believe it was uh, earlier this year, we were also announced uh, out of our uh, HQ here in uh, Norway as the uh, SaaS partner of the year and have had a lot of good growth also working uh, commercially together with Microsoft's sellers in terms of how our solution can be deployed in Azure and consuming the modern ways of, uh, of Microsoft cloud compute. And due to that close relationship, we've also uh, won over uh, a lot of larger, uh, larger customers together with, uh, with Microsoft. So examples like Accenture, Capgemini, etc. Uh, obviously, I can't go into exactly the details of how they are set up and what they are, uh, they are using. But for the sort of larger enterprises, they do have very specific requirements when it comes to security, to data control, etc. So some requirements are more specific for, for the larger ones. And of course, these are also the main customers that Microsoft are, uh, are targeting. But regardless, if you're big or small, you would always like to have a great experience. And that's really been our sort of a key driver and why I believe Microsoft has also been sort of very positive to, to working with Pexip. Fantastic. So, uh, Marius, if uh, if we could like sum up for our, our viewers today, you know, just just the important uh, aspects of this conversation uh, of, of those, you know, those viewers that will be looking at their own video journey and that that the, their own uh, CVI interop. Um, no, no, thanks what, for what are the key uh, takeaways from today's conversation. Extra questions in as well. So, it's <laughs> uh, a good uh, good one, Dave. So, I, I think that key one is sort of to consider what will your rooms look like in the future uh, and sort of maybe you keep some of what you have today and start equipping new rooms sort of the some of the smaller rooms where you didn't have video where you may flip the room 90 degrees instead of having sort of a screen on a short wall put that on a long wall so you sit directly opposite from uh, from the screen so dare to challenge that as there are very often for many companies just one two three people in in the meeting room that that makes a significant uh, difference in in the room and then for your existing estate use uh, Pexip CVI to uh, to bring your existing rooms into teams meetings and maybe the most important takeaway is make sure to get a demo of the layouts that uh, Pexip is now offering so that's something just starting to enter the tech preview stage uh, that customers working together with our sales team can be enabled for now uh, now quite soon. So the most important takeaway would be to get a demo of this as it looks really, really uh, fantastic. And we've had a lot of uh, a lot of good feedback on uh, on this when uh, showing that to, to customers. So they're really sort of excited about starting using their uh, rooms and not just their webcams. Great. Well, look, Marius, uh, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your insights. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. Good. See you. Bye-bye. And thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dungate, on UC Today. If you liked today's conversation, please give us a like and a share on social media. That's it from me. See you next time. <laughs>